my motherfucking pet. I point it at you and tell that motherfucker fetch. I'm fucking a good, she got her legs on my neck. I get pussy mountain ass, call that bitch triple threat. When I was in jail, she let me call her collect. But if she get greedy, I'ma starve her to death. Top down, it's upset. Been fucking the world, and nigga, I ain't come yet. You fucking me wrong, I knock your head off your neck. The flight too long, I got a bed on the jet. The guns are drawn, and I ain't talking about a sketch. I pay these niggas with a reality check. Prepared for the worst, but still praying for the best. This game is a bitch, I got my hand up a dress. The money don't sleep, so we just can't rest. And AK-47 is my fucking address, Yeah, I'm starting it off right. Come on now. Come on, man. It's your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, man. Come on now. It's Stunner. Easy. Come on, man. We here for no damn reason. Live and direct. Come on, man. Another episode. Back at it again, dog. Another city in another nigga studio. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. What's up, man? How y'all living, man? You know, I'm chilling, man. What's good with you, E? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Another day, another dollar. Another day, another dollar. I feel that. That's it, dog. How you? What's up with you? Man, I'm living, man. I can't even complain, man. You know? I'm just living life. It was a nice-ass day today, too, man. Shit was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The past couple days have really been nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready for spring, man. Who you <laughs> Birthday's around the corner, man. I'm ready to turn up. Yeah, man. Nice. Need, need, the only thing I need is the snow to be gone completely. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I don't see no snow in my forecast. Nah. No, <laughs> you blind to the snow? Blind. <laughs> so what's up, man? Let's talk. Who we got here with us today, though? Yeah. Hey, man, you got a special guest. Shimbusho Mable, founder of Ono Project Concrete. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Look, I'm a terrible guest. I didn't even introduce my own guest, man. It's all good. That's it's all good, though. You know why we here, man. Shumbo's here, man. <laughs> in the building. Come on. He's a CEO, yeah. man. He's an owner. Young young black owners, man. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. We came to support this brother, man. Yeah. He came on here because he wanted to talk his shit. And that's what we do best over here. Y'all know that. <laughs> yeah. He's going to talk some shit over here. Yeah. He was, like, he was like, Stun, I got to get up on there. You know, he's like stagnation. Breeze destruction. Yeah, right. He's yeah. like, I can't wait no longer. I, I see you. Ask, what, what, what is you know, CEO founder? What's Project Concrete? Talk so, about. like, Project Concrete is like a brand about self improvement and self growth. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But so. it wasn't always like that, though. Okay. It wasn't always like that. So, how did it start? How did it come, up, come, come about? So, I wasn't, I mean, like, I've always wanted a clothing brand, to be honest with you. Okay. Mm. Like, like, like four years ago. Okay. Like, since a young buck, I've always wanted a clothing brand, but. I just didn't have the clarity on how to get there. How old are you? You said young buck four years ago. <laughs> how old are, how old I just turned 19, February 24th. Oh, damn. Oh, he's a young buck for real. He's a young buck for real, for real. got a young boss. Oh, man. Okay. Young pup. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Tell me. So where did inspiration come from? How did you, you get into this, uh, into the avenue? You said you always wanted to do it, but like, yeah. what really sparked that motivation for you? So what really sparked the motivation for me was just like the way I was living. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just doing the same shit, expecting a different result. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's what most people do, you know what I mean? They, they tend to be on the treadmill a lot of the time, you know what I'm saying? Just keep doing the same thing in hopes, you know, I'm going to get a bag or I'm going to fall into a bag, you know what I'm saying? And that's like the most detriment thing you could ever do, you know that's what I'm true. saying? Because, again, if you just 
keep doing the same thing, bro. You go, like you said, get the same results. You know what nice. I'm saying? But uh, but that's dope. That's dope. Now, what what made you come up with Project Concrete? Like, how did the name come about? How did how did stagnation breed destruction Ooh. come about? Right. What you didn't just wake up one morning and be like, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. What what sparked it? What 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 made you come up with the name? What made mm-hmm. you come up with the the motto? Mm-hmm. What, what was the inspiration behind that? So I'll, I'll give you a little backstory about me. Um, okay, like 2020 mm-hmm. COVID year, Gosh. man, I was fooling around. He said I was out in the streets. <laughs> Yo, I was out in the streets. Uh-huh. Like COVID year, man, I was up no good. You feel me? Yeah. And I just like I just had negative friends around me. Uh, you know how that shit goes. Like, I wasn't doing right mm-hmm. mentally, mm-hmm. physically. Like but I just wanted to, I wanted to have a clothing brand. So I really just, like, talked to myself. I'm like, damn, I'm going to start this. Mm-hmm. So I did. I started it. Like, I bought a heat press. You mm-hmm. know, one of those little clamp things. Mm-hmm. I got a silhouette cutter. I got some vinyl. Mm-hmm. And I just started watching some YouTube videos. Started self-educating myself. So I was actually closing the gap mm-hmm. from where I was and to where I want to be. Like, that was a clarity. Like, I, I didn't have clarity before, but I was like, okay, I can self-educate myself. I can watch some little YouTube videos. Right, right, right. So did, did you have, like, a mentor that you can go to that was kind of pointing you in the right direction? Or is this all you by yourself? Like, you just waking up Googling yeah. stuff every day? No, I actually did, like, for, like, a mentor. Like, not a physical mentor, but it was, like, a more of, like, an online mentor. Okay. Uh, this guy is, like, a, like a speaker. Mm. Uh, mm. His name is Jim Rohn. He died a while ago, but hey, rest in peace to his soul. Rest in peace, Jim Rohn. Yeah, rest in peace, Jim. Yeah, he 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 really got me into like this self improvement stuff, man. Because like back then, I always thought that shit was corny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But honestly, no bullshit. That when you young, you young buck, man. Yeah, you you gonna think that shit's corny? You gonna think that shit's corny? I can tell you, I can tell you how many times I've seen niggas doing like progressive shit, and I'm just like, nigga, you're whack. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, go let's go, up. let's go turn up. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's let's true. go, let's right. go burn this L. Yeah. Let's go sip this forty. And call yeah. call it good, you know. I mean, that's saying? like some of like the friends you still got, like you know what I'm saying. Like some of my friends, are, like they still ask me to do some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, when I say no, okay. it's like I, I mean, sometimes I still do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like I'm gonna stop hanging out. I'm gonna stop doing this. But it's you know when there's the right time. You know, there's yeah. always the right time for everything. Right, right. You right. just can't like you can't just compromise everything. You can't compromise your goals for your friends or for a party or and something. And I think I, c- I commend you for for learning that at such a young age because mm. when I was at your age, I wasn't thinking about, you know, being a CEO or being a boss. I was, shit, how are we going to get into this club this weekend? Bro? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. Like, how are we going to spend this saying? money on this bottle? Right, like, bro, are you in? Like, you in? Are you? I was outside at yeah. that age, you feel me? So I think that that shows a lot to your maturity that you're able to be like, yo, listen, I need to, time manage my time properly mm-hmm. if i really want to see myself progress somewhere in the future and stuff so like which is this all you by yourself you got a team behind you you got or you just mm. dust till dawn cranking mm. on the press you know what i'm saying yeah. i know as um to be honest with me like i had a team right like i got like supportive friends um i mean i have this guy shout out griffin watts and the watts family man i appreciate you guys if it wasn't mm. for you guys i wouldn't be here where i am today yeah. seriously but like I grew up in an African household. A little, little backstory about me. Mm-hmm. Right? What part of Africa? I was born in Tanzania. Okay, nice. I've been to a lot of places, but nice. I came here when I was like 12, like 11 years old. Oh, so okay. You haven't even been here that long. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, I'm yeah. still adjusting, but oh, wow. that's all right, though. You adjusting? You yeah. adjusting? <laughs> you, you, you adjusting, all right. <laughs> that nigga make some know. progress. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my brother, I'll kill you with a spear. <laughs> <laughs> We gonna hunt a lion. <laughs> we already make the lion. Bring that ass here. <laughs> oh, 
said, "This, you see this material? Hundred percent lion ass." Hey, 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 the zebra stripes. Hey, this is real zebra, by the way. Hey, yeah, turn it up. You I heard him? You had hold on, hold on, hold on. He said, "That's that real shit, nigga." That's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, like I really, like I started with them. They they pulled like they believed in me. Yeah. Like my parents didn't. Yeah. They're just like, yo, what the fuck is you doing, man? Go get a job. You know, and go you know, it, it always be the one. It always be your family yeah. most of the time that just want to put you down. Unfortunately, I, mean, I feel like it, it's two parts to that. You mm. know what I mean? Because like Africans, I feel like it's very similar to like the Haitian culture and stuff yeah. like that. I think it's just because like our parents came from a different place. Like mm-hmm. to them, success is having that job. Mm-hmm. That's a right, lawyer, right. doctor, whatever the case may be, and right. that's what they dignify as success. Because you know, they didn't really see success any other way growing up. Yeah, so right, right. Really or that's what they were told. Like, oh, right, you, you go to right. school, go to college, get that degree, and then you find yourself a so that's job. That's why I think it, it's important. Like, you doing this, you're educating them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're showing them, like, the, the only way to get out isn't just being a doctor or a lawyer. Or, you know what I mean? Like, we can make our own path. You feel me? Yeah, that, yeah. That will bring us that generational wealth. So I think that's, that's, that's amazing. Factual. Yeah, but back to your backstory, though. Mm-hmm. So, again, you came, came to Africa 12 years old, right? And then, what else? Um, I came here. We landed in Concord, New Hampshire, man. But I'm I'm super grateful. Like that's one thing I like. I am always am. Like I'm always grateful, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. grateful to be here. Like to be in a land of like abundance, land of opportunities. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But that's one thing my mom like always fought for. Even like back home, like to get here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a dream. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like it's a dream come true. Yeah, so yeah. to be here, man, like I just can't waste opportunities because I know there's people who died to be in a spot that I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm glad, you. glad you're not putting it to waste, man. I'm oh, glad you appreciate you, it, you're you definitely uh, using your your uh, your gift. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because I again, like I said, when I when I because me me and Shubu here we met in uh, Concord yep. at an event. Shout out Martin Toe. <laughs> Martin Toe, Mighty Ma. Yeah. Oh, matter of fact, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember Martin Toe? Yeah. Yeah. Martin pulled up on the podcast, man. Martin, the real one, man. Martin. And uh, we went to this event, and this, I think, this was literally after we did our podcast with him. And he was like, "Yo, come to this event, dude. Like, it's a real, it's a change for Concord. Da da da. We bringing business people together. We just bringing all types of people together. And he's like, you know, I love what you're doing with the pod. This, that, and the third. Come pull up. I'm like, you know, why not? You know what I'm saying? And I pulled up, and, you know, it was kind of quiet the first couple hours, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> it was kind of slow. I ain't going to lie to you. But little by little, people started trickling in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I, I'm at the, I'm at the, what is it, the coffee table, the, yeah. the little biscuit table, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just picking that shit. And then, Shubu, you know what I mean, with the com- all the confidence, he's like, oh, what's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? Daps me up. He's just like, you know, uh, this, this is what I'm doing. I got Project Concrete. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Concord. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, and I'm looking at it. I'm hearing him talking. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, for you to even like step up to me, not know who I am, you know what I mean, right. and just be like, "Yo, this is what I'm doing." I like I was like, oh, I, "I commend this dude," because it's like, bro, me at 19, I probably wouldn't do. That. I'm a type of nigga at 19, I was minding my business, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like I might, I might see you with some fly kicks or whatever, but I'm gonna be there chilling, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna go out my way to be like compliment right. you on your shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, when you did that, I was like, "Oh damn, I gotta get this nigga on the podcast," <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because because not only do I think you have an immense amount of confidence. But again, like I said, when you was telling me about the your clothing line, your brand, I was like, yeah. Because you don't see a lot of kids doing that. You know what I'm saying? And and I and I think the other thing, too, is, you know, I think people can learn from you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, for instance, perfect example, my nephew, you know, yeah, yeah, he's trying to do the same thing. He's right. trying to get a clothing brand off the ground. You know what I'm saying? 
And um, you know, again, his his dad helps him out. Yeah, you know, so we about to yo, man. Yeah. We're gonna have our stuff in Nike together That's soon. True. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna see us in everything. Yeah. Sacks, we coming, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is Gucci? What yeah, is Louis? What? <laughs> what I think is is major too, like we definitely need a lot, a lot more black owned designers. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? Like all these designers be from, you know, Italy and France and you know what I mean? But like yeah. how many real black owned designers like there's one Are, brand is there is there any black i mean yeah, there is you know I mean virgil obviously all, all virgil yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? but like even them like if you look at the prices in comparison like how much virgil will sell his shirt yeah. versus how much gucci so gucci the problem i got shirt. with virgil is like it's not like original design like i feel like virgil is an off brand of louis you know what i'm saying like nah they just did a lot of collabs they just, which, which again, why it's an off-brand of Louis. You know nah, what I'm saying? I, They've nah. done so many collabs. You you just associate Virgil with Louis, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like I I would never consider. I mean, yeah, Virgil. you associate them with together, but I wouldn't say it's like an off-brand of it or something like that. Because no disrespect to Virgil, but I, it has its own notoriety, which yeah. is why Louis wanted to go partner him with the first time, mm. the first place. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like you know you got to give Virgil his ups, RIP, because he made that business into something where it was like damn if we do something with him we're gonna attract a whole different community and demographic mm. of people and really be you know valued in their community right, right, and that's right. really what they needed they needed virgil louis needed virgil more than virgil needed louis that's true that's a right. fact because everybody knows louis louis been around forever but you know people obviously you got your hype beast that all about designer stuff but like people that are really into fashion like you know they know their shit so louis knew what they were doing when they reached out to Virgil was like, yo, let's do a collab. Let's do this. Cause you know, they know they need the hype more than he needs the hype. Right, he was right. already on the way up. You right. feel me? Louis kind of plateaued. Like the same thing with these other designers. Like, I feel like they've all plateaued. Like people just buy this shit just to say they got this shit. Not yeah, that's because true. it actually means anything. Yeah. Because the quality. Oh is my God. What happened to babe? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, man. I was I was rocking crazy bait, nigga. I, think I still got some see through bait. Yeah, I had like six of them joints, yeah. bro. Those are my joints, man, dog. Nah, here's one. Here's one. I know none of y'all got these fat farms. What? Look at I was rocking them, though. I was rocking them. For? What is that? You don't know what fat farms are? Oh, oh you wasn't shit. There, oh, yeah, you wasn't there. That's true. You <laughs> wasn't here. You was in the motherlands. <laughs> I was hunting the zebra in the land. This is before Damn, his time, bro. but fat farm, fat farm was fat Russell Farms. Simmons, right? Yeah, Russell Simmons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, fat farm was an era. It was like the, the sneaker with the... Well, they didn't just make sneakers, but they made like pants and shit like that. But it was... Their logo was just a P. You know what I mean? He would like some like flowers around it or something. Yeah, like some shit around it. But it was popping, and it was, time, it, was it was like a, a a black thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you know what I mean? Fat farm and baby fat. I was yo baby fat facts. Shorty didn't have yeah, some baby, baby fat. fat she wasn't popping. <laughs> she wasn't fine. Stop playing. Yeah, yo, come oh on now. God, if baby didn't back. have no baby fat, man. Oh man, yo, take me. Back. Your shit was looking kind of flat. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, keep it a hundred. That's major. That's major. <laughs> um, so. So I want I want to um, what's been the biggest transition for you coming from because again you say you came from when you were twelve so you only been here what six years seven, seven years, years come up on seven so in this past seven years what's been the biggest one I guess cultural shock and hardest part to transition to mm. for you the hardest part to, like for me was just adjusting to like everything mm. yeah because like back home like I know everybody like like in the morning I, I just wake up. Uh, 
whatever. If I get like, if I go get fire, I just go ask a neighbor because mm. uh, there's no such thing. As, there's no like, there's no stove or anything like that. Gotcha, there's gotcha. no running water, none of that stuff. So, gotcha. like, I already had like a routine and stuff. Mm-hmm. I knew where everything was. I knew like, cause it's just a community. Mm. That's the thing that we don't got over here, like, especially in Concord, New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. It's not. That's what I'm trying to create. I'm trying to create that safe space for cool. like people to go to where it's like self improvement community where. You know, we just have people that are talking about self-improvement that we can get together. We can talk, like, you know, it's not just, like, this negativity nowadays, so. No, yeah. fact, yeah. that's very important. Um, and we can't do that. It's just about putting the piece together. When that's I was true. in college, we started, like, a, a men's group. And mm-hmm. it was just for, you know, the the guys that were in college that just needed somewhere to be able to express themselves. You mm-hmm. feel me? Talk to each other. Learn from each other. Like, yeah. you know, there was no real structure behind it, but giving us some place, you know, once a week to just, you know, let it all out. You know, we had people in there that were, you know, becoming fathers for the first time, you okay. know, at a young yeah. age in college that never had father figures. We had people in there that have never applied for a job, never did a resume, never, you know what I mean, did any of that stuff. So we just gave them a place to, you know, don't feel embarrassed. Because some people, and that's the problem a lot, is because people feel embarrassed for asking for help. Yeah, like yeah, There's yeah. such a stigma against asking for help. So right. it's hard for them to end up struggling trying to figure it out on their own. So... We just kind of create a safe space where, like, don't be afraid, don't be embarrassed to ask for that help because right. we all have to ask for help at some point in time. You feel me? Right. And then that's why I asked, like, hey, do you have a mentor? Because mm. I feel like that is something that I didn't learn mm. until I was 25, 26. Right. So the fact that you have somebody, even though he's online, that you can still look to for advice and stuff is major because, like, we don't get that representation in our community. That's factual. That somebody that we can reach out to that can point us in the right direction, like, the white communities, they got that all day. Their dad, their dad's best friend, the guy that grew up with them down the hall, yeah, da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. you feel me, to give them those handouts and stuff like that. So, like you said, I think it's important that we we build that community, yeah. you know what I'm where we can give others that space to come in and be like, hey, I don't know how to do this. Can you point me in Show a direction? To do yeah, it. yeah, I can. Yeah. Fact, yeah. you feel yeah. me? Let's, let's get it and grow. So, Facts. you know, to your point, we don't have it, but we can't have it. We, we just will. we just gotta start it. Yeah, and right. and and like you said, it's ego. It's ego driven. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you know, some people just be like too ashamed or whatever. You know what I mean? That stigma that you're talking about, right. and it's all about breaking that barrier of you know just being afraid in general. You know what I'm saying? So now let me ask you this: What kind of space are you creating? Because you said you you want to create a community. You want to create this space for you know entrepreneurs, young black individuals to come and just collab and and uh, you know, share ideas. What kind of space are you looking to create with Project Concrete to kind of do that? I'm looking to create like a self-improvement space. Okay. Like a self-improvement, self-growth space because I realize as humans that like we're never going to stop evolving. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So uh, as humans, we're never going to stop evolving. That's why the slogan came about. Yeah. Stagnation breeds destruction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. But it was a powerful message and like at the time, I really thought about it because I was really going through it at life. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it really struck me because, like, I never really, like, I was never really the type of person to, like, be like, yo, like, I'm feeling that type of way because of this. I was never that type of person. But at that time, it really struck me. I was like, damn, what am I doing with my life? Mm-hmm. You know, it just, like, it was like a 180 because, like, what I was doing, I was not getting no results. And my parents wasn't happy. I wasn't happy, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was very stagnant in life, man. I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But... This this clothing brand is sort of like a hope thing for me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what I'm trying to create is like a like a self improvement space where people can go, they can talk. Like I read a lot of books, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like we can go talk about new ideas, 
You feel me? But in order to start that, and I, like the thing is, I don't even. It doesn't. It could be online, right? Like it could be through like a YouTube. Okay, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, like, in a way. I mean, it's true. They, yeah, do, yeah. they do video things. You got Discord, you got Twitch and all that. <laughs> yeah, for real. real. Since COVID came out, so you don't even have to be face-to-face. Yeah, face. yeah. It's really just giving them that outlet and that, that time. That's yeah, really thanks. Because people don't be having time in this day and age and stuff. Um, so it's crazy, man. It seems like, you know, you're going to be a CEO, a great one at that, because mm. you have a lot of ideas, which kind of brings something to mind, because Birdman was, you know, going crazy not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Because you know how they're always doing the top ten list, like best athletes, best yeah, rappers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he was like, yo, what about the CEOs? What about top ten CEOs? Like, yeah. should there be a top ten CEO list? <laughs> like, the greatest, the, the goat makers list? Like, yeah. you feel me? With, with, I mean, with, without... I think he had a point in that? I think he does, though. Because, like, without them, there wouldn't be no Wayne. There wouldn't be no 112. There wouldn't be no... I shouldn't say one so, but like I'm, I'm referring to Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. there wouldn't be like certain superstars or superstar groups. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure they would have got there eventually, but I think they got there a lot quicker. And there are bigger, they are bigger artists because of them. You know what I mean? So a lot of flowers do need to be given to the CEOs. You know what I mean? Like Birdman, Diddy. You know, uh, um, you know, uh, who's the other dude? Uh, not BG. Uh, um, who? Um, uh, Slim, there we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these guys deserve their flowers because, again, without these guys, you would never know of a Little Wayne. You would never know of these guys. It's 50-50 for me, you feel me? Because I'm more like what qualifies you to be a good CEO. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, we've seen and we've all heard the stories of, you know, the Birdman-Little Wayne contract dispute. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The, the Diddy and his artist and shit like that. Mm. The Suge Knights and his art. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Cool, you guys are, are making goats, but like, are you really a good CEO if, you know, you go through this at the at the end? If you're, if you're putting your people in contracts where they're making crumbs on on the bread, like, so what qualifies you as a good CEO? Just because you put on ten people, or the quality that you give to these people? Like, well, I think. Well, I think as the artist, there's no way you can depend on another man for you to make your bread. So, like, if you getting if you getting money in one lane or one avenue, all right, great, you making money in one avenue. Now, take that bread and go invest it somewhere else. Right, but at the same, like you said, else. for, for um, it's it's on the CEO too. If if he's not giving you those opportunities to go out and get that, if he's not putting you in the right places with the right people. How are you gonna get those opportunities? Like you said, they're getting them there faster. So if they're not but doing their part, they they, they get and they get they're advancing you in one aspect of your career or of your life, which is you know again for Wayne it was music, but now <clears throat> Wayne it's up to you to like communicate with other people now. You know what I mean? So then back you know, to the point of so is it Birdman the reason why Wayne became a goat, or is Wayne the reason why Wayne became a goat? Because like you said, what? Birdman just put him on. Wayne had to put the work in. So how is Birdman gonna get credit for that then? Musically, he's he's responsible for you're, his, his all stardom. you're really responsible for is putting him in the studio. All right, and without him, he wouldn't be in the studio. I mean, I'm sure Wayne would have found somebody. You know, he brought it. He 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 took a horse and brought it to water. But, but like you said, it was after that up to Wayne to make him a goat. Like Birdman wasn't making him put 17 mixtapes out a week for. Th- 17 years, but you know he, I mean, that was Wayne doing but that. But he realized so. his gift. And again, like I said, he put in the work. I'm assuming Wayne just realized, all right, I have an opportunity here. I got to make the most of it. And that's what he did. You nah, know what man. I don't agree. So you don't, you don't agree that the CEO should have 
any no, type I of... No, I think y'all should be, like, yeah, you could be a top 10 CEO, but a GOAT maker is kind of excessive. Because you're saying that person's success was solely dependent on what you did for them. And you're not giving any credit to the talent of the artist. And nah, I don't think that's fair. To uh, I don't think we're saying that. Right. You're saying I'm a GOAT maker. I made this person a GOAT. And if you make this person a GOAT, that means you did what? You either gave him the songs, gave him what you, you had to do something for him. You feel me? Uh, I mean, I think that's your interpretation of it. I, my interpretation of it is the fact that he put you in a lane or he gave you the opportunity to do certain things because he noticed your skill set. And he said, you know, you got to do this, that, and the third. And if you do these things, you're going to blow up. And I think... All right, cool. So we can, you can say that. Now, look at Diddy. Diddy's put on a lot of people. He's made you right. know, a lot of goats and stuff. Biggie, you know what I mean? We can go on and on. Um, but then he hasn't. If you were really a goat maker, wouldn't you hit every single time? What happened to Danity Kane? What happened to all 17 seasons of making the band? There's no goat out of none of those seasons. Fair if enough. If you were really a goat maker and it was really dependent on you that much, you would you would go hit for hit every trip, right? But the accountability is kind of on the artist too at the at the same time. You know what I mean? Like you can't I mean, solely blame Diddy for these that, niggas not making but it. How many epi- How many seasons of making the band has he had? How many artists has he had that you can argue that point for Cassie? She was under Diddy, fizzled out. She went nowhere. Are we saying Cassie's not a good singer? Are we saying that she doesn't have good music? Not at all. Did get her a hit though. One did get hit. did her get her a hit? He did his job. Years ago, did get her a hit. Whether she progressed after that, that's kind of on her. It's not completely up to Diddy to be like, "Yo." But what I'm right. saying though is, if he was truly a goat maker, why wouldn't he make her into a goat? Why wouldn't you make everybody into a goat? Because you make money off what they make, correct? Mm-hmm. So why would I take a chance and not make somebody into a goat? Doesn't make sense because it's not based off just the CEO. It's also the talent. Right, and right. So I can't, I can't call you a goat maker. I can call you a good CEO because you know how to build a business and a brand. Cool, mm. but I ain't gonna call you a goat maker because that ain't on you. I would be that if I was his artist, I would be tight. So you're telling me I'm only who I am because of you? Psst. Yeah, I. We but a lot of people out. would give him that that credibility. Nah. I feel like Wayne would give him that credibility. Drake would give him that cr- credibility. Nicki Minaj would give nah, him that credibility. So, so bet perfect. You could say Wayne. Because Wayne was cash money. You can't give him Drake. You can't give him Nikki. Because Nikki and them were under Wayne. What do you mean? They they co they co-signed that shit? They were signed to Young Money, not Cash Money. All right, yes. They they give Wayne a lot of the credit. But again, they bring up Birdman in some of their speeches or whatever. Their yes, thank you speeches, course. whatever. It's, part, it's a whole gang. It's a family. But I'm just saying, like, who put them on? Oh, yeah. On, on? Wayne, Wayne. That's Wayne. So you Wayne. can't give the goat notoriety to Birdman. So wait, is Wayne the goat maker then, in your opinion? Is Wayne the goat maker? I would say he's more of a goat maker than Birdman. He got how many goats under him compared to how many goats Birdman got under him? Fair enough, fair enough. So what are we saying? So Shuma, what do you qualify as as a great CEO, all-time CEO? Because, I, I mean, do you have, like, any, like, type of, like, personnel employees, you know, with, with Project Concrete. Employees like people working with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah are working you. for you. You a boss. Yeah, dog. you a boss. Yeah, for you. Yeah, ain't nobody working Use with you, right nigga. Words, you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, come on, I, man. I ain't no boss, but I got, a, I got, a, I got, a, I got a partner. Okay, yeah. Shout yeah. out Nigel. Yeah, yeah. yeah shout Big out shout Nigel. Out. Yeah, he's a real one. Yeah, 
Okay. You know all right. All right. And I it, found this kid working at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's now he's CFO of the bit. Oh, see, he might be a go maker in the making. He already, <laughs> he already putting niggas on, dog. I'm you. I respect it. Yeah, nah, yeah. That, that's major, yo. You got a partner. I'm shit. I'm working on that for one of my businesses right now. Bro, Getting bro. that partner and that investments, man. Yeah. That's everything. But it's hard though. Like you really gotta like pick the right one. Yeah, yeah. Cause. I was just about to say, because you don't want people to come in and try to water down your idea, your design, you, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and then your button heads and everything. So, 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 so what makes Nigel a good partner, or what, what made you decide to be like, yo, let's do this shit together? I like him because he's just genuine. He's a genuine kid, man. Like, seriously, like, you know you can just tell a person who's just, like, very open. Right, right. Yeah. A very open kid. Um, he just seems like he's just doing it not solely because, like, he wants the money, but he's doing it because that's really what he wants to do. Right. And he feels that in his heart. Yeah, you yeah. can just kind of tell from like the people who you're talking to, but he's just a great kid, and he, I feel like he's not even doing it for the money, none of that. Mm. He's just doing it because that's really what's in his heart. That's what's out. Yeah. And then is uh, is he African? Is, is no, he's actually white. He's actually white. He's white. Okay, all right. But <laughs> well, shout out Nigel, man. Shout I out love Nigel. the way he said it. He's actually white. Yeah. Like, what a surprise <laughs> to find a white person willing to help. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, helping hand. Shout him out, dog. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was working at Chipotle, man. Yeah. Hold on, quick. So flipping burritos. All right. Give me some idea. Y'all know me. I can't. You know me. So when you was coming over here, yeah. you feel me? Did anybody tell you beware of the white devil? There was a, there was a hint you with none of that. Oh, like yeah. They was telling. I was you? scared myself. Really? <laughs> See, Yo. I, nah, dead ass. This Bro, is real. Like what? Myself. What do you guys think America is like? How do y'all picture it? Like for real? Yeah. So like America, like America is like when you think of America, you just think of like paradise on earth. Mm-hmm. That's that's really what I can tell you. Like paradise. So what scared you then? Why were you? You know what I mean. What made you? Because I I never seen like white people in my life before. I'm not gonna lie, they used to be like albinos and stuff like that. But they they, black. they, they used to get like African. mistreated and stuff like that. Like Damn, for oh really? You get like because it's like cursed. Yeah. yeah. So like you have people like killing their babies, throwing their babies away, whatever. Oh wow, that's wow, crazy. wow. It's crazy. So so my my lady told me something like that. She has a a cousin of hers that actually. Uh, teaches out in Africa. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure which which country or anything like that. But she was telling me when he is in this country, they they are divided. So there are two groups of black people. Again, I can't remember the names off the top of my head, but there are two groups of black people, and uh, it's they're divided because of a language. Mm. So they speak a they speak the same language, but mm-hmm. they speak it differently or a, sp- di- a different dialect, mm-hmm. right? And if you go to school speaking the other language, I guess we'll call it slang, you know what I mean? They label you as this group, mm-hmm. and they don't fuck with you. You got to sit in the back of the class, and you got to get the mm-hmm. fucked up book and all this other shit. Yeah. And they do all this just based off language. They discriminate based off language, not because of your skin color or anything like that. They're all the same color. They're all they're all black people. Mm-hmm. But because you speak this, this slang of, again, I can't remember the language, we can't fuck with you because you are lower than dirt you know what i'm saying That's like you are you are That's you know scum you know what i mean so is is it like that where where you're from or is there like discrimination or segregation like that with just like language or yeah. anything like that because at the end of y'all black people so what's what's with the segregation for That's you know true. what i'm saying yeah i mean like people always think like racism is only like mainly like mainly like mainly in america mm. but like there's racism like back home like you know just racism is like something i grew up with that's the reason why I'm here in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but like I'm telling you, it's just 
I don't know, man. Like Africa's like Africa's hurt right now. Shout out Congo, man. Congo's <laughs> bleeding right now, but yeah, straight up, it's there's a lot of racism. So it's like different groups, different groups of people. So like we're black, but there's like different groups of people. So that's why like causes all this war. Um, you got the president telling somebody, oh, these guys are coming here to steal your land with the whoop. So you know the people get like you know they think they oh, believe that they shit. Believe it. Wow. So. Wow. That's why I'm a refugee in the first place, man. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shout out to that, man. <laughs> shout out to you making it here, bro. No, some real appreciate shit. Appreciate you. Appreciate some you. Real shit, dog. Mm -hmm. Damn. So now, let me ask you this. Completely different question, 360. Now, you come here at 12. You, I'm assuming you made it through high school and all that stuff, yeah. right? You didn't go to college at all? Nothing like that? Nah, I didn't go to college, man. Oh, why I, is that? I don't need no college, bro. You don't need... <laughs> 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 hey, I'm, college. Not, yo, I'm saying... I'm, all I'm saying is, like, college is good, right? But it's only good if you know what you're going there to do, man. Right, right. You just can't man, go to college and just go bro. party and shit. That's right, right. You no, know? nah, that's a fact. Um, I mean, that's what that, I did first so <laughs> two nah, years I was there. Uh, so I ain't gonna I hold went you. To college, um, I just went because that's what we supposed to do. You yeah, know what I mean? like that's what you ex expected of you. Oh, you got into college. Hey, might as well go experience it. And same thing. First two and a half years, bro, I pissed it away, partying, just not going to class. Yeah. Straight bullshit and doing everything else, but nigga, you um, had the freedom. That's what it was. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, it's not even just that because I feel like you know we kind of always had the freedom to do really what we wanted to some extent. I feel like it was just kind of like, you know, just damn, I'm out, I'm really outside. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody telling me shit. I'm outside. So, um, yeah, my first thing in college was terrible, terrible. Failed out. Done. I'm out of there. When I went back to school, like. It was my decision, like, 100%. Like, I wanted to be in school. So, gotcha. like, my focus was there, 100%, because mm. I was like, I know where my end goal is, mm. so I, I'm doing everything I got to do to get through that. So, to speak to your point, like, if you don't know why you're going, don't go. Right, 100%. right, right. You're just going to waste And money. is that what it was for you? Like, you knew you didn't, you didn't know what you wanted to do, mm. or you just didn't fuck with school at all? What was your purpose for not actually trying to, like, attempt or anything? Mm. Like, I'm telling you, man, like, high school was a big, like, it was hard year. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, God helped me go through that, because it's like, um, like, at my school, you, you need, like, 21 credits to graduate. Mm. And by uh, senior year, I had 11 credits. So I was short, man. Like, it was actually almost impossible. I was taking, like, this Saturday nigga was, classes. This nigga was living in credit <laughs> recovery and shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was about to say, that was me. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, like, it was slim. You know, the teacher was calling my mom, like, yo, this nigga not going to graduate. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? But And that's like why you, that's why my parents like brought me here for like a better school education and just right. to get away from all that. Right. But so like I feel like I could have let her down. But she always wanted me to go to college and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't understand that. College here, man, like I, I, I went to the college parties. I, went, I seen the college scenes. The people that are in college are suffering, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> They're suffering. Oh, <laughs> Niggas living off noodles and shit, but... Yeah. <laughs> hey, I respect. respect. It's, it's, and it's either they're living yeah. off noodles or they're living off some trust fund or yeah, some right. shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, it's like... One or the other, and uh, and you know if you go in there, you gonna be the nigga eating ramen and fucking other shit. That's you know true. what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. Because uh, um, it was funny because like even when they try to give you those like work study programs and stuff, like yeah, they don't yeah. give you no bread. You work like eight hours for like eleven fifty. <laughs> they give yeah. you like fifty bucks a week. Like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with that? Buy toilet paper? Bro? Yeah, like, straight I'm so up. Confused, bro. Straight up. Like that's just trash. Yeah, straight up. But yeah, nah, college just wasn't it for, for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, what'd you guys I, go? What'd you guys go to college for? I went to I went to NHGI, so I was right in Concord. That's fire. Uh, and I was going for architecture. Okay. Right, and when I went, again, like I said, I was very much into the design aspect of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I could 
draw anything on a computer, on paper, I can draw anything. All right. But then it came to like the other classes. So I had to take things like chemistry, physics, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking other, whole bunch of other shit. And me sitting in those classes just wasn't happening. So like, instead of actually trying to learn the material, I was like, yo, who's going to go smoke this L with yeah. me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, where, where's the party at? Where the day party at type of thing? You know what I mean? And I would skip classes and go to them shits. Cause mm. again, like I said, chemistry and physics and all that shit wasn't what interested me right. mm-hmm. drawing and designing the architecture is what interested me you know what i'm saying but then so ultimately too you didn't really know why you were going like right right well you know, i knew no no i knew where i was going and again like i said i knew i liked no, I architecture just mean like in the sense of the like, exactly you knew you liked arch- architecture but like did you know like did you have your like did you know where you wanted to be after four years right right no, you know what i'm saying like right. that's what i think the important piece is like you mm-hmm. need to know where you want to be at the end of that four years, and that's what's gonna really help you get through that. Because if you're just running to run, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna be at it all day. Stagnation breeds destruction, yeah, nigga. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Let me drop a bomb for that one. Hold up. Damn. Shit. Come on. You like how yeah. I'm doing that, right? Mm-hmm. You might have to put me on your payroll, dog. <laughs> marketing department, man. I got hey. a minor in marketing, that, man. Hey, that's what I'm saying is like, the other thing, why the reason why I don't want to go to college is because, like what you just said, it's um the thing about school. There's a lot of general information. Yes, right? yes, yes. Like the school system, there's a lot of general information. So, like if I went to college, and I went there for a business degree, I'm gonna be taking like a whatever all these classes that really don't matter. That's gonna contribute to what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I'm just getting general knowledge that I'm not gonna use. And so I don't yes need. and no. So the, so I went to school for business. My degree is I got a um, business management with a double minor in marketing psychology. So yes. They do make you sometimes take classes that are, you know, electives mm-hmm. or, you know, outside your normal core curriculum. But that's just because they want to broaden your horizons type of thing. Like, give you more to think about than just the course that you're on, just in case you want to switch and stuff like that. Um, like, for me, for example, like, I hate science. Mm. I don't like chemistry. I don't like <laughs> biology. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I know how my body works. I don't care about yours. Like, <laughs> I'm good. You feel me? So it's like, I didn't want to take... Nothing that involved that. Business has nothing to do with science. So, you know what I mean? I, I had to take, like, a nervous system class. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but it, it ended up being interesting because it ended up opening my eyes to other stuff. So mm. it was, like, as the same time that it's not generally linked to what you need to learn, yeah. but it still might open your mind up to other things. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to not just focus on, you know, the task at hand, That's so true. to speak. You know what I mean? To open your mind up. Yeah, I, I respect that. I respect that. But at the same time, too, it's, like, the other reason why I don't want to go to school is because, like, I want a business degree. And a business is something that, like, you don't you don't have to go to school for that. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We live in an age of, like, information. Exactly. You feel me? Like, especially when we got these motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> that's facts. Yeah. For real. I Apple. Can, I can type one thing. Hey, how to do this? How to do this? How to do that? And that's really just how I got started. Oh, like, okay. that's really how I got started, for real. Oh. And there's, like, courses online. There's, like, you can take YouTube videos. You, you know, like you could do whatever. Yeah, that, the power of YouTube, man. Yeah. I swear, man. If I was a teenager and I had, I had <laughs> YouTube and I had Google, like mm-hmm. the way, like y'all got oh. it. I think I would have been a lot further. Not to say that I'm, I'm pissed about like the path that I've taken in my life because it's definitely been a, a learning, learning lesson. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But uh, I definitely feel like you know, kids in your generation or young adults in your generation have that slight advantage where you just have information at, at like, the palm of your hands. At the palm yeah. of your hands. Instant, instant, instant instantly. You know that's what I'm saying? True. Facts. And, and, that's, and that's a beautiful thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Because, again, like I said, you wouldn't be up here if it wasn't for that, that's you know what I'm saying? True. And you wouldn't have the drive that you have to, like, 
want to want to make Project Concrete. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I, that's why I think you, you guys are super, super blessed, you know what right. I mean, and having that technology in your hands. Because yeah. I'm telling you right now, when I was 18, 19, bro, right. shit, I, I couldn't tell you where to start to yeah. even do a podcast, right. bro. You know yeah. what I mean? What's way fuck? different. You, How the you, fuck you, do you, I get a microphone? Right, <laughs> right. Now it's a whole so. different world, even like the cost of it, of everything. Right. Like, so like it was just a lot harder to get into industries and shit. But now when you have freaking that, YouTube guru that will show you the cheapest way to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. Crazy not to. Straight up, straight so, up. So do you guys, up. do you guys think that like, since we live in like an age of information, so there's like there's like a safe space, right? Like the place where I'm at, like YouTube, like my gurus and stuff, like Jim Rohn. These are all like things that are like beneficial and like benefiting me. But there's there's also like a dark side too. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like with like social media, with with you know just everything that are out that's out there. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, do you think it's, like, a good thing? But do you think there's, like, a dark side, too? Like, what do you think? Is, do you think, like, one outweighs the other? Because, like, look at the way we're living now. Like, you know. Right. I, th- I think, personally, I think it depends on the person. Yeah. So, if you're a person that needs, like, attention all the time, mm-hmm. social media is not for you. You should not be on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should find some other outlet. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, personally, I don't, I can give a fuck about Instagram. I can give a fuck about, I don't even have a Facebook. You know what I mean? I can give a fuck about any of that stuff because I don't care to let people know, like, what's going on with me 24-7. Like, yeah, it's great that I got a podcast and it's great that I got a following. You know what I'm saying? But personal life type you know personal life type shit i don't need to be putting you know mm. oh yo i had a bad day at work yeah. <laughs> somebody not. somebody cry for me <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think the the bad outweighs the good just because like bad gets more clicks it gets true. more views it gets more faces like people rather mm. tune in to watch you break your leg than tune in to watch you win a race yeah like, that's the unfortunate side of mm-hmm. the internet and where it's at is just what generates those views and stuff like that so because of that makes everything else more negative because yeah. now people are just because they're addicted to that attention oh you like negative let me just put out negative yeah, and that's that yeah. leads more negative perfect example to the six nine. Yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> man you seen him get his ass whooped yeah. i thought that was fake no nah, that nigga got his ass whooped you don't know some shit i thought it was i think fake. i think it's nah, fake that's nigga, i think it's no where's no. the security guard man like he had no security yes guard. yes and you want to know the other thing too that like you know like sparked it for me was like why are these grown-ass men that look like they're 40, 40, 45 years old beating on this nigga? You would think it would be more somebody more somebody in his, like, age demographic. Ooh, you know no, what I'm saying? Yeah. 19, 20 years. The nigga that just beat him up just got out of jail. Your old school type nigga. He's probably a nigga that's exactly like, my point. Get stitches. Old school. Yo, you are 40, 50 years old and you want to go beat up Takashi 6ix9ine for yeah. what? Because <laughs> he's a rat? Because <laughs> he ratted on a few people and yeah. sent them to jail? Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah, the morally, yes, it's, it's wrong. You should have never done that. That's completely against street code, 100%. But why, as you as a 40, 50 year old man, decide, yo, I see 6ix9ine at the gym. Let me go jump this thing. I mean, so <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I told my friend the other day. Um, obviously, you never want to see nobody get jumped. That's pussy. You right. Know what I mean, or, you know, um, but he had it coming, bro. Oh, yeah. So, he's yeah. been running around way too long talking shit, bro. He had, somebody had to whoop his ass, bro. <laughs> Thank y'all, niggas. Somebody man. had somebody to go. Somebody had to put the paws <laughs> on that nigga, man. He was talking way, way, way too much, bro. I'm untouchable this. I'm untouchable that. I'm the real bop, 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 bop. Now you're caught on camera running the fuck out of the gym. Yeah, crying like a little bitch. 100%. Can you stop making skits talking about how tough you are now? Yeah. Like, 100%. you know what I'm saying? If he was the type of person that was just like, you know, real quiet, like, you know, I'm an entertainer and just stick to that and stop trying to play Mr. Gangster. Cool. That's one thing. But you trying to play and portray this life that you don't really live. 
I'm not feeling bad for you when somebody pulls up mm-hmm. on you and shows you what this yeah. life is really about, 100%. my nigga. Like, 100%. that's what you had coming, bro. Yeah, 100%. I agree. I agree 100%. You know what I mean? I think you definitely manifest what you put out into the world. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And again, like you said, he's been doing that shit talking for like years now. Yeah. And honestly, it's it's quite, it's quite honestly overdue to be completely, complete, yeah. to be completely honest with you. Come on, but, man. Uh, Come on, man. Yeah, for real. Yeah. But I feel, like, I feel like 6 9 is the only person that can get beat up Get fucked, baby mama get fucked, and still come out with a song that people are gonna listen to, man. Yeah, that's you know what I was gonna say. Like he's still gonna do numbers. That's the but, crazy part. But you know what? Yeah. But now a single's gonna drop. Now he's gonna drop a single. He's gonna drop some type of project, and yep. it's gonna go crazy. But that is. speaks to the bad. Yeah. Niggas can pull up for the bad. Oh, that's he got factual. his ass whooped. Now I want to hear what he's gonna say on his next song. <laughs> now I want to see his next post. All the more reason. All the more reason for the shit to be staged. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because he, he was reason. dying down to be honest. Yeah. I, I don't even. From, I forgot about Takashi yeah. Six Nine until he got jumped. Right? I'm <laughs> not gonna lie to you. Honestly, he's never been somebody that lived in my mind, anyways. Yeah. But the fact that you know he got jumped and like it's all over social media now, it's like, oh shit, I forgot this nigga was alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, damn. Yeah, I mean, I have a point. It could have been staged, but shit, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> I hope he really caught a real ass. Oh, I was, oh, look, man. I was it, looking it, at the eyes. It looked like he really got like ew, beat up. That oh man, that that shit that shit smells like that Jesse Smollett. Body kicked his ass in the <laughs> nah. chest, nigga. Pow. Nah, that that has that has Jesse Smollett written all Ew. over it. I'm telling you right now, that shit is nah. I'm not I'm not buying that. You know me, I gotta switch it up sometimes. Talk about random shit, man. Oh, what are you gonna talk about? I was in the store the other day, bro. I was standing behind somebody. Uh-huh. I wasn't that you know. I wasn't like close upon them. You know, we had a little. You know, it's not COVID, but you know, I mean, six, six feet. feet you feel Res- me? Respectfully. Yo, this motherfucker stood up straight. <laughs> um, that ass, bro. Like it was, it was not okay. It might be funny now. It was not funny in the moment, bro, because I couldn't breathe. All right, I just be wondering, bro. Like, can people smell themselves? You feel me? Like, is it? Do they think it's okay? Like, so for you, how many times you use a towel before you throw it in the hamper? Like after a shower? Like I'm using ma- twice max, bro. You use yours twice? Twice max, bro. I washcloths. Oh, one use. Yeah, yeah, one, one use. use. Yeah, get a new one. Get a new one. Towel, two use, gone. Yeah. Niggas out here using towels for months? What, what's going on? Like, how do you... That's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, me, personally, I'm using it for like three, four days max. And then after that, I go get a new one. Personally. Damn, man, that's even too long for me, man. What? Once you go to the gym, you sweating, you got all type of... Nigga, you just hopped out. You just hopped in the shower. You just hopped out the shower, fam. Yeah. You clean. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? It'd be one thing if you took that towel and then you just wiped off your sweat and like all that extra shit, but like, nigga, you just hopped out the shower with soap and everything. Like, nigga, you just drying yourself off. In my opinion, personally, you know what I'm saying. But like, two, two and it's done. Two and it's done. Word. It's like a shirt. <laughs> one and done, bro. I'm not wearing. It, you know what I mean? Like one and done. Oh, you got Dame Dash money, huh? You just take white tees uh, and just take them off, throw them uh, away. You're huh? Just gonna wash it, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I want to be smelling like yesterday. The fuck. Nah, nigga. He, well, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yes, grab a new T-shirt if you... But I'm not going to take a perfectly good white tee that I wore once and throw it in the trash and nah, go... Nah, I'm like, saying trash. I'm saying hamper. Like, some oh, people, yeah, like, yeah. They, they'll wear the same. Like, oh, say you got up, you went to the store, you ran some errands, you came back home, you were home for the day. Correct. I know people that would wear that same shirt the next day. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Nasty. Yeah, yeah. Change your shirt. Yeah, in Creole, they call that cornstraw, man. We, we don't do that around here. No, I don't. I don't... Yo, if I get one whiff, I'm like, I'm to the shower. Yeah, straight up, straight up. I can't. Straight up. 
It's, it's too yeah, I walk. I walk around with deodorant, bro. Just just no. in case. Just in case, bro. Got toothpaste and deodorant in the world. Yeah, no, you, you can never know. be too careful, right, bro? bro. You can never be. Too See, careful. that's the thing. I like in high school. Like I always had a problem with, like it just always the armpits, man. Yo, yeah. like like you just walk in and you just smell like hot grease and shit. Yo, <laughs> that ass straight bubbling under the jacket and shit, bro. I be trying to tell my son, I'm like, you don't want to be the smelly kid at school, bro. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't was the real. smelly kid. You can't be the smelly kid, <laughs> straight bro. Up, straight don't up. do that shit, dog. Straight that shit up. nasty. Real shit. You know, he's gonna learn a tough lesson that way. Cause bro. no bullshit, I learned a tough lesson. I'm gonna be very, very, very vulnerable right tell, now. Tell, tell your shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna t- tell a little story. I'm, I'm a little embarrassed it's to even a, tell a, it. Yo, but I'm it's a, a safe space. Yeah, is it? It's is a it, safe space. Is it man. now? I hope. I hope it is. I hope it is. Talk your shit, man. So, Pete. So, probably when I was Jay's age, probably like ten or eleven, right? Yeah. In elementary school, and I can't lie to you, bro. At that age, bro, it was a fight. For my mom to get me to take a shower for whatever reason, I don't know why, but it was a fight, and I think it's like a a, a, a young boys thing from what I from what I understand. You know what I mean? Because again, like I said, I hear my girl talks about it with her son and everything, and uh, whatever. But again, for whatever reason, it was a battle for me. And so at the time, I was talking to this girl. It's like a 10, 11 years old, talking to this girl, and she had a thing for me. Da, 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 you know what I'm saying? So swagging at 10? Oh yeah, so you know me. I was outside, man. Demon time. So, so you know, I bagged Shorty. She was my girlfriend. Da, 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 and we was going for like, we going to study for like maybe a week, maybe two. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> steady for a week. We, we, we had that puppy love, man. We was holding hands and everything. Man. I gave her a ring pop. Yeah, hey, man. That ring pop meant a lot. It worked. That's what I'm saying, man. Come on. All you got back in the day, five dollars got you a long way. Yo, all five, right. Yo, so right, if I could buy a ring pop for my shorty, I was the that. one. All right. I was him. But five dollars would have got both of y'all a whole lunch, a ring pop, and four teenies. Facts. <laughs> Straight up. R.I.P. the teenies. I don't even think Yo. they're around anymore. Oh, you know. But anyways, sugar water. But uh, we was going steady for like a couple weeks, right? And towards like the end of that couple weeks, Shorty just like you know started acting funny. So I'm like, Yo, what's good with you? And you know how girls do. You know, what I mean, little girls. You know, she just gave me a note and ran away. Like, oh my god, shit! What she didn't even tell you. She didn't even tell didn't me. So, so she ran away, and I'm walking home like mad confused. Like, Yo, why did this you girl stink? Why did this girl <laughs> girl wanna run away from me? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I read the note. I'm walking home. I'm reading the note. I got my younger brother next to me. I'm reading the note. And it's just like, hey, Stanley, we got to break up. I can't do this anymore. Da, 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 da. Whatever, whatever. Like, I'm sorry. It's over. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm, mind you, I'm like 10 years old, 11 years old, blowing my eyes out. Yo, this girl just broke up with me. I just bought her a ring pop. <laughs> Bitch just went and left me. What the fuck? <laughs> so I go home, man. I'm fucking sad and shit. The next day I go to school, right? And fucking uh, another girl who was like friends with Shorty was just like, Oh, you like, Stan, are you all right? Da, 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 da. You know, like I heard what happened, whatever, whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know, um, I'm okay. I'll get over it, whatever, whatever. And I was like, you know, like, do you know why? Cause this was kind of very random. We was, we was just kicking it. Like, you know, why did she break up with me? Why'd she dump me? And she was like, bro, <laughs> you stink. <laughs> Nigga, you smell. That crazy. That's why she broke up with you. Ever since then. Ever since, ever since then, nigga, I bro, I walk with deodorant, yeah. nigga. I walk Yo. with cologne, nigga. That's, that's a nigga. scarring fucking moment, yeah. bro. But to, but the thing is, to hear it from a female yeah, is different. You no, know what I mean? Real, it's different if your brother tells you or if, like, your dad tells you or whatever. Some guy tells you that you stink. You're just like, nigga, you're a hater. Right. But when a girl 
tells you, nigga, you stink. You stink. Yeah, you might stink. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't say that because some girls walk around with some funky poom poom and they don't know it. Yeah, I mean, that's they, true. When I le- uh, 10, 11 yeah. years old, I wasn't going around smelling girls' poom pooms, all right? But either way, again, to, for her to tell me to be like, nigga, you stink, it was yeah. like, Damn, nigga. I'm going to take call. a shave. Right. Nigga, I, I went and took five showers and tried to get shorty back. Like, baby, I don't smell no more. <laughs> come on, take me back. <laughs> I just got the old spice. I got it. Yeah, come on now. I smell good now. That's body spray. Yeah, I got that beer cloth smell. Come on now. <laughs> Yo, since, since we're on like, uh, for no damn reason, I must tell you a little story. Yeah, yeah, come I'll on. I'll tell you a little story. Come on, tell me. I'll tell you a little jungle story, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for one of them Tarzan right, stories. Right. Come on. So... I remember, like, bad. I was just mad curious as a kid. You feel me? Yeah. And I always, like, hung around, like, older people. Like, I never, like, hung around people my age. So I just seen a lot. But I remember there was these two sisters, right? I cannot make this shit up right now. Fuck if they was real. Yo, I'm yeah. telling you. Two sisters. They were real sisters, too. Yeah, they were. They were real sisters, all right? Yeah, they were. So I got, I had, there's two sisters, right? I remember, like, my parents knew the dad closely. It wasn't, like, police. It was, like, more, like, military. It was a military guy. Um... But yeah, like we so how like the houses are set up. There's like a house, and then like in back of the house, there's like a place where you shit, which is like where you dig up. You know what I'm saying? You just like squat. Like outhouse, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you got another like place where you take a shower, which you get like a big bucket full of water. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. A little soap. We call it the douche shit. So I remember like one time I always like we we would always like after school we would just go play outside like outside of crib and stuff like that. You know we play in the grass. The grass would be taller shit taller than me. You know what I'm saying? We're just running around, just playing as kids. You know what I'm saying? It was fun. But I remember one time, one time, I don't know what was going on in my head. I don't know. I don't even know how I thought about this shit. Like, seriously. But we went in to do shit. So we went in, like, the shower place. So we go there. We go in the shower place. Wait, um, you, you and the two sisters? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, I'm, it's crazy. So we go. But this is going to be on my book soon. Like, I'm writing a book. Oh, y'all shit. Y'all the book. Yeah. yeah, y'all heard yeah. that. Come it's on, one, stay tuned for that. Yeah. Yeah. Exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we go in the shower. Um, mind you, I'm a little kid. You know, I don't even know how to work nothing. But <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I'm in there, both of the sisters. Real shit. This is a true story. They was older than you? Ah, they were like two years older than me, but we're like the same age. Yeah. The little brother walks in. Oh, shit. The little brother walks in. So he walks in. He's like, I'm telling dad. You can't tell dad. He's going to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> so we like we started like pumping the little kid. We're like, yeah, we're going to give you candy. We're gonna, we call it pee-pee, like mm-hmm. lollipops. Uh, yeah. So we're going to give you candy, da-da-da. So the brother agreed. So I'm like, all right, bet. So they live like up the hill, and I live like down the hill. So I bumped out. I went home. I went to take a shower. Uh, we had like towels, but it's not like a towel. It's like these dresses, like these fabrics. Mm-hmm. We call it gitenge. Mm-hmm. Shout out my Africans, man. We could have get tickets, so like I, that's what I was using the ticket after I just took a like shower. Loin cloth that Tarzan yeah. was running around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That shit. This is really Tarzan for yeah, real. Man, that hey, fuck that Disney Channel shit. On really Tarzan. On some real shit, I could climb a tree faster than a bear. Yeah, <laughs> that's hundred percent true. Come on now, that's facts, right? That there. ain't no racist yeah. shit neither. He can no, really like, climb can a tree, really man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the time you on one of these episodes. Yeah, I'm telling you. But I go home, took a shower. My mom's like, "Shumo, Ingo Hanzi, come outside." That's weird. So I go outside, right? Mind you, I'm, I'm walking outside. I see a group of people, like a circle. 
I see the two girls kneeling on the floor. Oh, shit. I see the dad standing. I'm like, yeah, he's over. That nigga thought he was doing that. My life flashed before my eyes. That's real right there. Like, walking up. I'm doing a little there. Walking up, my brother. I started walking. I see the two girls. The dad came. Told us, like, what we did wrong. Like, everything. He's like, yeah, this is, like, they explained to us, like, totally. This is, you know, I'm supposed to do that, da da da, everything. Broke down to us. But, I'm telling you, like, that ass whooping was insane. Like, uh-huh. I got beat to a pulp. Like, I couldn't even cry no more. I'm screaming. Yo. Everybody just looking at me. I know that type of ass whooping. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know that type of ass whooping, man. Yeah, have you guys, what's the worst ass whooping you guys got? You want to go? What's the you, worst? You, you want to go first? Or should I go first? <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. Shit. So many, I don't even know where to start. Oh, yeah. Shit. I don't even know where to start. Oh, man. I That's think like the worst. The one you can just think about, you're just like, damn, that was brutal. The one that comes to mind is, the one that comes to mind is probably <laughs> when we first moved to New Hampshire. Yeah. When we first moved to Manchester. We threw a, a basement party okay. in, our, in, our, in uh, my dad's house. <laughs> we threw, we threw a, a crazy, 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 crazy basement party. And mind you, at the time, my dad was dating this girl, this lady, and she was upstairs. And me and him, we had Fuck. no <laughs> respect for this lady. <laughs> we had none whatsoever. And so it was like after like a high school football game, you know, oh, we, that we, shit was, we was at Memorial and we literally after a football game, we was like, yo, they come turn right. up at our house. We didn't even plan. We just like pull up, pull, pull up, up. Pull bring up. the 30 pull racks, up. bring the 30 wow. racks. And mind you, nigga, I didn't even know what a 30 rack was, yeah, but yeah. I said, bring that bring shit. Them shits, man. <laughs> nigga, niggas came with like 10, 30 racks deep. And, then, and all you one, see, you missed it. Number one, we walked outside. This man gets a call, phone ring. Yo, yeah. ooh, ooh, you here? I'm about to come outside. But my shit started banging. You outside? So oh, everybody started coming in that motherfucker. Uh, nigga, bro, when I say nigga, we walk you, out. You bro. could see down the street a Stop. line of people. Oh, when I say we lines. walked out, there was like 15 people coming from this way. 15, 20 yeah. people coming from this wow. way. Wow. Deep, deep. Deep. And mind you, so all these people now are coming into our backyard and they go, and we were living in the basement. Yeah. It was like a furnished basement yeah, with like a whole, yeah, like a whole apartment. bathroom. Yeah, yeah it was like a little studio apartment. Right. So everybody's just trucking down. Mm-hmm. And so my my dad's lady, she she sees all these people walking by, and she happens to see one of the kids with beer in her hand. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, this is not happening. She calls my dad right away. Yeah. She's like, yo, these kids got other kids coming in here with beer. Yeah. And mind you, she makes that call, and we didn't realize until last minute she had made the call. Right, but right. when we found out, we was like, Yo, y'all niggas need to go. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, niggas started running, chucking beer over the fence, did it all the whole nine yards. Yeah. Yeah, he pulls up, he can smell the, the, yeah. the beer in the air. So who, who, who has beer here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so he's a Haitian dad? Yeah, he's a Haitian dad. He's a Haitian dad. Yeah, come on, man. You see what the fucking vibes, nigga? <laughs> so, yo, he didn't, the thing about it is, he didn't yeah. see nobody. He didn't see, like, the beer. He just smelt it. Right. And yeah, the fact, that's exactly what he said. And the he fact, said, Smelly. Yeah, bro, <laughs> and the fact that, and the fact that he just like took her word over ours. Yeah, he uses that. That's enough for an ass whooping. So he had this stick, right? It was like little, little small. After this. everybody left, yeah, this is after everybody left. It's, it was like a stick, and it had all of our brothers' names on it yeah. and my sister's name on. You're it. lying. Yeah. Swear to God, Haitians, mom had the same thing. You're yeah. lying. Swear Haitians to God, wicked, bro. And, and he and he <laughs> and you knew when this stick came out, you was getting an ass whooping of a lifetime. Yeah. So it had all our names on it, and he pulled that shit out. It was like, there's a thing called, uh, in Creole, they say, Ajenu, get on your knees. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Ajenu, kunya. Y'all's those know. Dude, 
you can just hear the snaps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Uh, my, my, I got up from that. I I didn't even get up from. That. I crawled yeah. back to my bed, bro, because my ass was just hurting, hurting. It wasn't even my ass. It was like my, my legs, my ass, bro. Yeah. I was just. And we don't condone child abuse or anything like that here. I just want to let, let know. niggas know. Full disclosure. Yeah, full disclosure, you know man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Get out of here. Matter of fact, I think there's a statute of limitations anyway, so it doesn't even <laughs> fucking matter. But yeah, nigga, I crawled to my bed, nigga. I was like, oh, shit, man. Yeah. And I was sore for like weeks, yeah. weeks, bro. I couldn't. I don't even know about you, but nigga, I couldn't move. I couldn't move, man. But that was the worst ass whooping I ever got. Nah, I or, or top top three easily. I got faded that night. I remember blacking out. So I probably got my ass whipped. I probably didn't. Who knows? Damn. It was worth it though. Yeah, it was turned up. <laughs> that it was turned shit up. was fucking worth it though. Hell yeah. yeah. yeah that, was, that was Zuvi. Yo. And, and we were solidified after that. No that's bullshit, man. That, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact. After any time we was like, oh yeah, we, we throwing to anything. Niggas like, all right, we pulling up. Yeah, yeah. We, we outside with it. But when we say it's time to go, it's time to go. It's time to motherfucking go. <laughs> Throw that beer over the fence. Too. Yeah, straight Ooh. up. And yo, no bullshit. If anybody yeah. had stayed, they probably would have got their ass whooped. <laughs> so I saved your life, nigga. Yo, Thank me. Yo, your parents don't care who you are. They'll whoop yeah. your ass. Yeah. And then look your parents dead in the face and be like, yeah, I whooped your child. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, he was in my house drinking right. beer, smoking weed. Right. What the fuck you're, you think I was going to do? You're welcome. Yeah, real shit. So I got a question. Like, do you think, like, like whooping a child's ass is a good way of, like, a punishment? You think like you think that's like necessary? Because like for me, like when I have my kids, I feel like I'm not so gonna whoop their ass. Like yeah, they're gonna get a like ass temporary, like from time to time. But it's not so like they do something wrong. I'm gonna beat them every time. Right, right, right. Whoop their ass. Yeah. But like maybe I might like sit down, talk to them, be like, yo, you did this wrong. Like kind of like a mental instead of like a physical thing, like mental thing, so they know they did that shit wrong. Yeah. I think that's the best approach. Like I've spanked my son one time yeah. in his 12 years, and it was like when he was still in diapers. Cause he was trying to pull a pull a plate off the table, and I was like, "No." And he looked at me. He's like, ah. "I said, motherfucker." <laughs> After that, I ain't never had to never had to raise my hand again. Like I'll be like, "No." He lips start trembling. And shit. I'm like, "Bro, relax. I ain't gonna." You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I get it. You know what I mean? The old school discipline gotta you know rear your child and stuff like that. But I also think. You know, the problem was that is you never fully understood why you were getting in trouble or what you did to be yeah. getting in such trouble. You know what I mean? Like, we just got our ass whooped. Don't do it again. Cool. Don't do what again? Like, yeah, what yeah. specifically did I do? You know what I mean? So, like, for me, like, I always just talk to my son. Like, I'll just talk to him. Like, do you understand why I'm mad, why I'm upset? Do you yeah. get where I'm coming from? Do you see the danger or the whatever in the, you know what I'm saying? I feel like one day I might have to put the paws on his ass. You yeah. feel me? When he gets older and he's acting reckless. But I definitely don't think it should be like that go-to, like, oh, you did something wrong. I'm going to beat your ass with a yes. paws. And I also believe, too, it shouldn't be to any crazy extreme. Because, right. again, like right. I said, with my pops, again, like I said, it was a fucking stick. Used to get the, w- the switch. Yeah, it was a stick, bro. And again, like I said, was the stick all that necessary? Mm-hmm. And to have our names written on it? Yeah, Absolutely not. He cursed you, <laughs> nigga. You could have just given me a belt, bro, and I would have been straight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but to pull out a stick and do all this extra shit was yeah. too much. You know what I'm saying? At that point, again, like I said. That's just like abuse at that point, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I remember I used to get, like, ass whoopings, and, like, I see my hands after. Like, it's all big as shit. Like, you know, you got some parts that they hit you. And, like, I'm looking at myself. I'm like, damn, man. You yoked <laughs> up now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Little do you know those are battle wounds. Yeah. Right, right. Nigga, I've been through some shit, dog. Yeah, straight up. You know but honestly, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I want to say this too. You know, with all those ass whoopings being said, I think it did, growing up, humble me in a weird way. It helped me grow up in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? Again, like I said, I'm not condoning abusing your children or anything like that. But again, it made me realize like certain things I shouldn't, I really shouldn't do. Whether it was actually explained to me or not, I did at some point realize after I got my ass whooped, like, all right, the maybe. I, of yeah, like, all right, this shit could have gone way left if I, you know what I mean? If it, if it continued on. But because I got this ass whooping. I'm definitely not going to do that again right. because one, I know it could have went way left. And two, I do not need to get my ass beat like that again. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So again, like I said, I kind of am glad for mm-hmm. it. Cause again, like I said, it did teach me a lesson, mm-hmm. but again, that lesson could have been taught in a different method yeah. in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It didn't have to go to that extreme. Right. So, but and again, like I said, I'm still somewhat thankful for it in a weird way, but no, I'm super thankful, bro. Cause like, I'll be seeing some kids like, yeah, fuck you, mom. <laughs> fuck you, mom. <laughs> Nigga, I wish. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I don't that. wish, mom. You didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't hear that from me. Yeah, I would yeah. never she, say that. She gonna whip you just for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you wish what? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. No, no. Matter of fact. Yo, let me flip the script real quick. You know me, I gotta. Gotta take it somewhere. Yeah, look at you, three sixteen again. Yeah, man. Worse than a record deal. Somewhere. This guy's something else. <laughs> nah, because I was having this conversation and stuff, and you know, you know how they always say like, shit. You, I mean, so for example, how they're like, you know, Valentine's Day. You know, a guy will go out, he'll show out, he'll get his girl flowers, and you know, you know, take her to dinner and buy her this and that, and a shorty will just. Give him pussy. Right, right. You feel me? Do you think, you know, that's an even exchange? Like, do you think the, the pussy is worth that much? <coughs> do you think dick, like, if if a guy and a girl is bringing dick and pussy to an exchange, is that equal? Is the pussy worth more than, than dick? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm, I think it's an equal exchange, personally. <clears throat> you should never use, you know, what you got as like, monetary so value. Some shorties think, you know, like, oh, I'm giving you pussy, so that should come with, you know, like, you should take me out or you should buy me this or you, you know, because it's worth it. Like, so you're saying, nah. No, nah, well, then at that point, if that's if that's what you're seeing it as, you're a prostitute at that point. <laughs> you, you're a prostitute at that point. If Boom, that's, Bo Cloud. Yeah, let's drop a bomb for that one. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, had to. Because, like, for real, like, if you're using what you got as monetary value, you know, to get something out of it and you're not using it for actual... You know, like feeling and like love and all this, all this. Yeah, you know same what I mean? Thing about guys, though, guys. Are just oh yeah, uh, nobody's nobody's excluded. Oh, shorty, there's no exclusion here. Shorty lets me use her whip on the weekends. I gotta go lay it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, 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 nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah. Again, like Is I said, the dick worth the car? Is the vagina worth the car? Like, I mean, it depends on the person who puts the value on it. Personally, no, not for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I use I use my dick very wisely nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Or do you think? That because she's giving you the pussy, you you have to put up with her attitude. Like, no, you know how shorties no. be crazy with the attitude and, no. oh, they got to deal with it because, you know. No, absolutely not. So you don't think it's right when shorties, you know, hold their pussy on the pedestal. Yeah, because then I'll just leave because it ain't that valuable. <laughs> to me, it ain't, you know. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll definitely pick up and leave right now. <laughs> like, I got no problem leaving, you know what I'm saying? And, that's, and I think that's the problem that 
I shouldn't even say most men, but most people have, you know what I mean? Like they just value or put something on, put that on a pedestal so high. Like it's like, oh, damn, I, if I leave, I won't get this anywhere else. And that's not true. I mean, it, you can get it really anywhere, you know what I mean? And quite honestly, it's not that important. Really, if you think about it, you know what I'm saying? Like you, sh- you shouldn't try to love anybody until you love yourself personally. You know what I'm saying? So, again, if you are trying to find yourself in somebody else and you put, again, like I said, their pussy or their dick on a pedestal and that's what you, where you find love, then, nigga, you need to go work on yourself. <laughs> you know, you need to go find some therapy. You need to go do some other shit. But to answer your question, is it um, an equal exchange? I mean, yeah, it is an equal exchange because, again, like I said, you're I'm a man, you're a girl. Like, you know, we are born with different you know, body parts, and again, like I said, you know, those things are meant to collide and create something else, so, yeah, it's, you can't have one without the other, you know what I'm saying, so, like, in my opinion, yes, it's an equal exchange, and if you're using it to get something out of it, then you're using it for the wrong reason. Yeah, because I feel like some men, like, want to take a girl on a date and stuff like that, they're expecting pussy after. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's tricking. They're, just, they're, <laughs> they're doing it so, so fast, oh, yeah, like, I'll buy her. I'll buy her whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll go get some nice, see, you know, nice food. That's what I mean by the valuation of yeah. it. He's saying that that pussy is this valuable Ooh. that I'm willing to take her and do this and that and this and that. You're saying, nah, you should just be giving it to me because I'm giving you dick. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I like, mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it right now. Personally, I think it's the it's the men's fault. Men really do put. Pussy on the pedestals, bro. There's niggas out here that will bend backwards for <laughs> just for pussy or just for a pick or just for a, mm. yeah, I'm saying. And it's like, they're the, like, OnlyFans, it's because of men, not because of women. Men are willing to pay absurd amount of money to see nothing. And that's what gives them that, like, oh, yeah, my shit is fucking powerful because this nigga's willing to pay, you know, $100 to see mm-hmm. a nipple. Mm-hmm. Niggas is willing to pay $500 to see a lip. Yeah, my shit must be woo-woo. Mm-hmm. So I don't blame it on the females. But I'm it's also like, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, but like, it's also like, I feel like well, girls feel like that, type of, like that type of way is also like the internet, man. Like the yes. influence. Yes, yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, like if we went back a couple, you know, like 20 minutes ago, we're talking about how the internet is bad. Like, you know, you got these influences. I mean, I'm not saying they're all bad, but you got these influences that you know, you know, pussy power, you know. Hey, <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but, you know, like, they're talking about, like, the pussy and shit like that, and most of the time, so, like, you know, when girls, they feel like, okay, yeah, you know, so, that's the influence, but a lot of things are influence, like, so, like, that might lead me to another question. Do you think, like, the internet is influencing, like, people in a way? Like, do you think, like, some people, like, because there's, like, personas and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. you know, like, there's, there's some people you met that they're trying to impersonate somebody else. Like, do you think the internet is, like, is working in that type of way? Do you think it's, like, really 100%. influencing a lot of people nowadays? Yeah, 100%. Like, everything is a skit. Mm, like, yeah. all these influencers, they're, they're, like you said, it's a persona. Like, whoever that person is on Instagram isn't a real person behind Instagram. Yeah. Half the time, they don't run their account. They're just doing it for the views or for the clicks and stuff like that. So, um, 100%. Like, 100%. Just and again it's all about how you use it too again like i said if you're utilizing that tool to you know get attention and get some type of like you know if you're just attention seeking you know what i mean and you find that outlet through social media Mm -hmm. you know and that's how you you know find yourself then again like i said you need help and you should not be on social media personally and again like i said i'm no licensed therapist or nothing like that but i I, for me it's common sense you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like 
Like, I don't see why you should go find evaluation through other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Other people's opinion don't matter to me personally. You but know what I'm saying? I'm going to do what I want to do mm-hmm. on my type of time, and that's it. You ain't going to tell me nothing different. So, again, like I said, for a person looking for that in social media, I mean, you you got to reconfigure your life. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But, you know, but, again, hey, that's social media for you. That's right. the world we live in. Right, right. It's going to be like that. It's just going to get worse. Man. Yeah, straight mm-hmm. like that. But, man, yeah. you know, hey, I don't want to keep it up here too long. I think we've been we've been chopping it up we've for a minute now. a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've yeah. been here for a minute. You know what I'm saying? But it's been a great episode once again. Yeah. True, bro. I appreciate you pulling oh, up, man. I'm glad for being on here, man. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, Come on, man. Project Concrete. Project Concrete, man. You the know website is projectconcrete.clothing. Yes, sir. Right, you on Instagram, too, right? Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Tag. Project Concrete Clothing on Instagram. On everything. On, yeah, on everything. Go get it. Come on, stagnation breeds destruction. Man. That's so right. Y'all niggas right. forget it. That's right. right. Get on your grind, nigga. Uh-huh. Come on. <laughs> Hustle and motivate, nigga. Yup. Yeah. Tell them. <laughs> Tell them. Jones, kick them off, they might be high. Oh, squish, I'm swimming in the jellyfish. In the red, in the red, looking devilish. Red bean, make a bitch, nigga, slip down. Got it with bulletproof till he got hit the fifth down. Drop palm all of in the nigga dope. Make it come back even harder than before. Baby, I'm the only one that pays your time, though. Welcome, nigga, got killers off in Chicago. I'm Red Fox, Big B.